0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the November sixth edition of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hughes, alongside the old man. Old man, how the hell are you doing today? That music was horrible. Jake,
1: that music was worse than the horn honking in Montreal.
0: You this is we've had the same we've had the same intro song for like six months, and you no, just you finally listened something. to
1: it? You changed something.
0: I didn't change a thing.
1: <sighs> we need we and, need to have a talk about what music we play in the open.
0: And also the you're 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 the old man yelling at clouds here. Damn kids and their music and their they're they're celebrating and, and and god forbid we make noise while we're enjoying things.
1: Folks, it only took 33 seconds to send Jake off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs>
0: What a busy week I apologize
1: week in advance for my voice; it's going to crack. Uh,
0: I make no guarantees my voice will make it all the way through. I was live this weekend for twenty five hours on stream. So
1: he was going to say twenty six and make shit up again.
0: Well, no, because I was awake for twenty six hours before I finally oh. passed out. But, oh, okay, that's fair. Um, how was your weekend? You had a big weekend as well. We did. I did. Um,
1: I. Um, helped organize the Breaking Free Foundation, which is Theo Fleury and Colin Patterson of the Flames Alumni. Uh, We did a charity poker tournament at Ace Casino Airport. And it was cool. We were able to raise over $17,000. Jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, and you did really well yourself, did you not?
0: Yes, I did. Um, There's still donations rolling in for our team. Last I checked... I'm going to pull it up. Um, I did about $350, I believe, but that's American. So uh, raised for the Alberta Children's Hospital, which is fantastic. Um, But as a team, there was a group of four of us um, who was raising money, but there was a group of of five who um, we stayed up all the way through for uh, the entire night. Uh, We've raised $1,762 between the four of us.
1: Oh, very cool. Good for you guys. That's awesome.
0: Really great weekend as a whole extra life. I believe last I saw was $8.5 million raised for the Alberta or for the uh, for the um, Children's Miracle Network across North America. So nice. Very big weekend. Very big weekend. That's awesome. So what did you do? You you, you played games all weekend? Played video games all weekend. uh, Watched some sports. Did some impromptu. Definitely not bordering on copyright strikes on my twitch channel well i wanted
1: Um, to i wanted to talk about that
0: no we shouldn't talk about that that's something we definitely shouldn't talk about that is um the less we talk about that the less chances there are that i could get in trouble (laughs) but hypothetically (laughs) hypothetically someone watched the game and did their own commentary over top because there's usually sound markers in copyrighted broadcasts that get picked up by robots I don't know where you learned. I think it's your mom. Yeah, you know, definitely. But I had to watch the game because it was this weekend was a big weekend for sports.
1: Huge in weekend.
0: And it's not just the sports that we normally talk about. It was it like don't get me wrong. Vancouver had a big weekend. BC, the Lions had a big weekend. And then the Whitecaps were big, in the MLS playoffs.
1: Yes, they were um, in game two of the best of three.
0: They did not win, unfortunately. No, they uh, lost. But there was there was some controversy around that. And oh, was there? I
1: didn't pay attention. Obviously, soccer um yeah but then I i mean in bc alone there was the university playoff game yep there was the bc lions playoff game there was the soccer playoff game and then there was the canuck game against the stars yeah
0: if you're a sports fan in vancouver and just a true sports fan you, there, you didn't have a chance to breathe this weekend. Um, or if you were trying to get
1: events. an Uber or a taxi in downtown oh.
0: Vancouver, good luck. Well, even to be fair, even um, normally trying to get a Uber in Vancouver, you're not going to normally do that. Not
1: as bad as it would have been this weekend. Sorry, I made the face because...
0: Yeah, I was going to say either you read something confusing or... Look in the chats. You explain it. I can't. <laughs> Some explain Sometimes I can't. I, you know what? I'm not. I'm. We're just going to move on because I. I don't understand the comment and what it's referenced to. Clarify yourself. Um, moving on. We have a very special guest announcement. You teased it on your personal page. I have been out of action for the last three days, basically. I for better or worse. We have a very special guest. We have a we have an announcement. At we're going to announce it at the end of the show. Big big guest. Big big Dang. guest.
1: Would he be giant? Like, would he be a list?
0: I would. I would say for, for like Vancouver sports media, he's close to being an a list. An a list guest. An insider. Wow. What? So you, your
1: mom says refs. And yes. then DJ streams says the white coach saying if the refs end up dead in the river tonight, a lot of people are going to think I did it.
0: Yeah. He was in like the 90, in the 95th minute, he was given a red card and because of like a, a clear foul, that should have been called the foul that was called the penalty shot that was called for LAFC was, shouldn't have been a penalty call. Oh, and, uh, uh, what's his name? Varney Santini, I believe is his name. Uh, sure. doesn't deal with that shit. He, and he's not afraid to go public with it. Uh, unlike like the but, NHL, the MLS is kind of looser on that. Isn't that like a, like a death threat? Kind of? No, he's saying a lot of people are going to think he did it. It's kind of a death threat to be fair for death threat for, for footy. For footy, that is nothing. Like if you go into Europe, that's that's a normal everyday comment. Oh, the
1: ref ran into a player in the ninety third minute of minute
0: off, off, a, off corner a corner corner
1: kick. kick as a Vancouver player was about to. Sh- oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. Thanks, DJ. Hmm.
0: Again, I I knew bits and pieces. I didn't know the whole story, so.
1: There we go. There's the whole story, as they used to say. That who is they is the rest of the story. Old radio thing, Jake. Carry on.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> uh, well, let's jump into talking about something we know a lot more so of the special story. Special guests. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, special guests. A list. I mean, again, as closest to an A list. Um... Well, I think it is an
1: A list, and I'll tell well, him that.
0: Wouldn't <laughs> you can tell him? That. I'm just saying. Like when I think A-list, I think of celebrities, and and I like as much as I think sports reporters A-list. are celebrities, it they're not A-list celebrities, but they're A-list journalists, For, sports insiders. Yes. 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 Oh, okay. A very well-respected journalist. Put your comments on who you think it might be. Maybe we'll weave in some some. I'll pay attention to the chat
1: like I normally do, because you don't.
0: Well yeah, because I, so sure sh- be. I have to make sure this I have to make sh- sure this the show stays on its rails somehow. <laughs> Cause if it was up to you, we'd be rambling for 45 minutes about random things that just pop up into your head.
1: Can you see my guitar?
0: No, it's it you moved oh, your camera, no. remember? Oh, man. You set everything up and then you moved your camera and now he has to go move his guitar to make sure it's in frame. And while he's doing that, while he's getting back to the microphone, rather than... Uh, it just you know, adds to the, the ambiance. I'm sure you think it does. Let's talk about how the Canucks are still on fire. At a record of 8-2-1, and one, that puts them third in, this, in the NHL, second in the West.
1: You know, every time I look at that 8-2-1, and one, I shake my head. It's like... And the thing you got to remember is we won two, we lost two. And now we've won six.
0: Hmm. overtime. There's an overtime loss in there as well.
1: But we've won six in a row. I think we won two, lost two, then there was the overtime loss. Now we're six wins. Are we? No, we're we
0: going. No, we're going for. We're tonight against the Oilers. We're going to be four. In, is for four in a row.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, we okay. lost in
0: overtime to the Rangers on the twenty eighth.
1: Oh, that's true. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but still, if still. W- I believe when before the season started, and we were talking about the first ten games. Yeah, if I would have told you we were eight two and one, you would have I literally told me would I have I been I would
0: have been undrucked. like I literally would have been like all right, take off your Homer glasses and let's talk about <laughs> this like like don't get me wrong I'm an irrational fan but I also especially with the Canucks the last ten bloody years all of my twenties has been just utter disappointment.
1: After utter disappointment. After utter disappointment. It's 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 wild. Oh, Dom has to chime in with uh, Rangers, who are also eight two and one. Yes, yeah, Dom. but they haven't
0: they haven't scored as many goals. We're uh, we're up uh, up on them by fourteen goals in in goal differential. There you so, go, Dom. Yeah.
1: So we're ahead of you.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow. Not that we're competitive. No,
0: not at all. <laughs> not never. Um so
1: the best start, I believe I heard somebody on um I think it was on the radio, yep, say it was the best start in 18 years. Yep. 18. That's insane. Um I also saw a meme on Facebook that said we had three players in three games that had scored like 50 points or something ridiculous between three players. I tried to verify it and I lost the,
0: I couldn't do everything. It was too hard. He, he got into looking at stats and was like, there's too many numbers. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, with, with the a 10, a 10 goal performance against San Jose, that's like, you, I mean, that's up to 30 points given out in one game. So it's possible. <laughs> yeah. And especially because there's multiple, like Hughes, I think had five, five point nights yeah. or six point night. Like it was, it's ridiculous.
1: Somebody, I heard somebody say he had a six point night. I thought it was five and he tied a record at five. Six would have given him the record.
0: Um, let's find so out. Let's...
1: You'll have to go back and take a look at that one because I'm not sure. But I believe I, when I wasn't here last week due to illness, you had texted me and said, What's your prediction uh, for the Canucks this week? And I said they would go three and oh. And you, and you, you are correct back.
0: Ha, 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 That's what you said back. It is, that is true. Uh, just for clarity, Quinn Hughes, uh, it was a five-point night. Yes. Um, and just so you know, it's not the best start in 18 years anymore. Oh. Um, Harmon Dial tweeted out today that the Canucks are off to the best start in their 53-year franchise. Wow. Who, who texted that out? Harmon Dial.
1: Oh, okay. I wasn't sure who you had said. Yeah. Um, it's insane. It's literally like we talked about it off air and you said
0: it's not sustainable. I, I still believe that. I truly believe that the, the rate at which they're scoring is unsustainable. The winning is sustainable. It's the scoring rate. And the, the reason for that, and it's the next point on on the yeah. show here, is we have five players on a point per game pace. We have three players that are over 100 point pace. Hold so we got five players on a point per game pace. So that means based off of the stats they have right now, they would all have 82 st- points at a minimum of 82 points. Elias Patterson, Quinn Hughes and Miller would all three of them would be over a hundred points. If they keep up at this pace,
1: Hughes and Miller at 119 with uh, Patterson being 149.
0: Yeah. We have never in our franchise history, I don't believe, and I and I look back into to about the seventies. Had two players score a hundred points in the same season,
1: even with the twins.
0: Even with the twins,
1: really? I I because, would have I would have I would have bet you money on that one
0: because um, I don't believe, and, and again, I don't. I, I did it quickly one day, and then it's been months since I've done this, but or weeks since I I was looking at this. Um, months, he said. Months. It's this weekend has felt like a month, so it's <laughs> um, it's it's been wild. It's been fun to watch. It's it is. It's just
1: as a I, I've tweeted it. I posted it on Facebook. As a lifelong Canuck fan, fifty-three years, literally six years old, sitting. In my basement of the old house. Watching that first game. This is something I've wanted. This is something where it's been like, why can't we be that team? (laughs) We're that team.
0: We are that team. Problem is.
1: How long can they sustain this?
0: And not just this, like, and and I'm, I'm not talking just this year. How long can they sustain this? I think at this point. They are fighting to prove that they are a top three in the Pacific. F- trying to fight with Vegas for first in the Pacific. Um, yeah. Next year, what do we look like? Because the increase in money is going to be there. But at least Pedersen's contract is due. I b-
1: I believe. Kronik's sure. contract is due. I believe during the last game, one of the announcers said... Well, Petterson is just going to have to own this team if he keeps this up <laughs> cuz that's how much they're going to have to give him.
0: Like and the, this is the this was the this was the concern with Canucks management when they d- allowed the decision to to be pushed until this offseason is Petterson stays on this point per pace or point pace and he gets 149 points. You're now looking 12 12- 11 and a to 12 million dollars a year.
1: My goodness. What do you do?
0: You you can't not sign him.
1: You have to sign him. There'll be riots in Vancouver if you don't sign him.
0: Now now you 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 get a deep run in the playoffs. Maybe you make it to the Stanley Cups. Maybe you win a Stanley Cup. Does that does does that change? Does that change? I don't think this is a Stanley Cup winning team. Let's let's calm down on that. But you get a you get you get into the a deep round of the playoffs. You, everyone who's on this team is looking at raises. You can't keep this team together for much longer. Why not? Salary cap. You have Horonic who's going to be up due for a huge raise. Patterson's up. Well, how does Vegas raise. do it? They just trade players away. Look what they did to Mark Andre Fleury. True. True. Now, put guys on long-term injured reserve to, to make sure they don't hit the cap.
1: Treat, speaking of trading players away, I sent you something.
0: I could not verify that on Saturday. You sent it to me, and I, there was, I could not find any verification of any rumors like that.
1: I haven't heard anything else. i seen it three times,
0: and I can't from even find
1: where I saw it. I was going
0: to say, from reputable sources, or is it just on Twitter, people throwing mud at the wall?
1: Well, I don't know. How do, I mean, I'm just going through Twitter as a fat old guy. So
0: the what he had sent me is um, there were apparently rumors that Brock Besser was going to be traded to Toronto for William Nylander.
1: Well, what it said was there was lots of phone calls back and forth between Toronto and Vancouver.
0: That wouldn't surprise me because Toronto's not doing what they want to be doing. Vancouver needs a a, wants to add, according to um, Dolly Wall, wants to add a and Elliot Friedman wants to add a um, a top a top four defenseman into this team and and reward the players for playing as good as they have been.
1: Exactly.
0: But how are you giving up on Brock Besser? How are you like? Don't get me like. How are you? It's literally breaking my brain even thinking about it. That's how asinine it is to me that you could think of trading Brock Besser this year.
1: When I read it, I was like, that would be the stupidest thing in the world.
0: So it's on brand for Canucks. Like, let's face it, it's on brand for the Canucks organization. The trade that still keeps coming up and it's talked about, and you said I was crazy for it when the rumor started flying about Canucks looking to add someone. I can't wait
1: till I'm going to ask our guests next week about this.
0: And it's not just me talking about it. It is Thomas Trance on Sportsnet 650. It's Rick Dollywall. It's Matt Sakaris and Blake Price. It's people who are in the know. that, And they're not reporting anything is, is talked about or anything, but that Chris Tanev is a piece that the Canucks would be interested in bringing home. Imagine your defense pairings. Because you could put you could put Tanav with Hughes again and recreate that chemistry. You now have um, Horonic and Cole. Guess that's
1: a. I'm sorry. I'm trying to read Dom's. Um, I don't know what language he's speaking again. I'm going to put it up on the screen and maybe people can help me out with Dom's.
0: Ooh, guests. That's a hint. He thinks he thinks the the fact that we're bad at grammar when we speak, it might be um I hint that there's multiple guests. Oh yeah, no, there's only one guest. Singular.
1: Singular guest. So I'm gonna ask the guest uh, Singular. Singular. That this question. But now, we talked about TANF. Who did you say that we were gonna give up for TANF?
0: Uh Connor Garland.
1: Yeah, that's not gonna happen.
0: Why? Connor Garland, Conor Garland in, a, in a draft pick? A fourth round draft pick? A fifth round draft pick? I think that's a fair trade. I don't know. You're creating really cap space for next year because um, Tanev's contract is up. Garland's continues for two more years. The Flames need to do something. Because it, apparently it's not the coach. Apparently it's the players.
1: Well, how many times can you change a coach?
0: Well, with this group of players, it's they've only gone through two coaches. Yeah. Right? And it's it's the players. Now, look at Johnny Goudreau in Columbus. It's the players. It's the players. Um, it's the players. But it's always easier to change... A coach. A coach than to replace 35 NHL-caliber players.
1: So... Knucks so, on fire. We're playing Edmonton tonight. We are playing Edmonton tonight. 40 39 minutes. Well.
0: 10 40 minutes 45 that. minutes after uh, <laughs> after everything's done. Um, do you want to know what the money line is on tonight? The the betting odds. I
1: would I would. I would like to know what the money line is.
0: The Oilers are -110, which means if you bet $110, you'll win a $100. So you'll you're when you if you were to bet $110, dollars, you go to the cashier, get your money back. You're getting two hundred and ten dollars because I know that confused you one of the times I did this. So what if I bet on the Canucks? The Canucks are minus one hundred and ten, which means they are a heads up split. Vegas cannot give you odds that Vegas at money line just winner takes all. It's a coin flip. Really. It's a coin flip.
1: Which I, I have, think,
0: and I, I'm I'm going to say this for the first time, I think, is a slap in the face to the Vancouver Canucks and the way they've been playing.
1: I would have thought 100% we would be favored on this one. Yeah. Interesting. Your the prediction over, on tonight.
0: The over-under is seven goals. i I take the over. I think take it's going to over. be uh, another fourth, five game, another six six to two game, something like that. I think the Canucks win. Yeah. I think the Canucks win five to four. I don't
1: think it'll be a laugher like ten to one or eight nothing. Although I wouldn't be upset if it was just because
0: Oh, I would never be upset with it. I just don't think it is. I mean um well the other
1: night when we played the Sharks, I was like literally hoping the sharks would score
0: a couple goals because well, i felt and, bad for them so th- let's talk about that because before we start talking about the oilers cuz i have some stats i want to talk about there was the goal that th- that the sharks finally scored clearly there was goaltender interference on that clear as day <laughs> do you agree with the coach and the team to not challenge that 100% yes cuz i i and there was a bunch of people on Twitter being like, "How you took away a shutout from from Demko? <laughs> who cares?
1: He's not getting any bonuses for shutouts.
0: But he—I mean, he might. I don't no, know. How, it, we don't no, know. How. They checked it. He's okay. not getting any bonuses <laughs> for shutouts. But okay, so then who cares? Like, really? Yeah, it's great to have, but who cares?
1: You're up ten nothing, and you're going to challenge. If I'm the other team, I lose my mind. Yep. I come unglued. Yep. I, I pull a Gino old check and rip my jersey off and skate around the ice, hitting people with my hockey
0: stick. Ah, the days of old hockey. <laughs> old jersey fighting. Um, I believe tonight the Canucks are wearing, speaking of Gino, I believe the Canucks are wearing their uh, old skate jersey. One with... this, yeah, because
1: there was 14 more times they were wearing this jersey this season.
0: Yeah, with uh, the reason I thought of it was because Gino and Markstrom has, or not Markstrom. Wow, wow, I can't get her goalies straight this year. Demko, <laughs> yes, Demp, Demko, Demko, both with D's, double D's, double D's. Um, Demko has a beautiful tribute to Gino on the back of his helmet.
1: Yes, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. If anybody hasn't seen it, go and uh, take a look on Twitter somewhere, the Twitterverse, and it's quite quite nice, uh, nice tribute to the, to the
0: Genos. So going into the game tonight against the Oilers, yes, the Vancouver Canucks ranks second in goalie save percentage combined at nine thirty four, which is insane. That's so that's uh, insane. insane. You know where Edmonton ranks?
1: Thirty first.
0: Thirty second, with an eighty 86- six. Eight with eight six four. Meaning how you throw we, a hundred
1: How can throw, Vegas do this to us then?
0: The Canucks rank first in shooting percentage and the Oilers rank twenty-seventh. And yet we're we're even. We're even money.
1: It's just a slap in the face, as Jake would say. It's a it, slap it, in the face to the Canucks. Your step brother showed up. Should we uh, ask him about the how, how the flames are doing or Should we just I, leave? I that wouldn't
0: <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> Love you, Chris. <laughs> Great opportunity to bet on the Cubs. I mean, you're not wrong.
1: You you're totally right. Um
0: but you're not the problem is, is you're still not getting odds for it. You're still Yeah. You're still minus 110. So you're not it's not a it's not a winning bet. Now, if you're parlaying that with like maybe uh, an overbet or something else, then maybe it'd be worth it. But it's not.
1: Yeah, it's it's not. It's not. It's not. Anyway, big game tonight. It's, it's you know what's funny. It's not. Win or Every lose. game's a big
0: game. Every game's a big name. Yeah,
1: game. win or lose, this one is a really. It's not going to mean much to the Canucks' long term future. Now, if we're talking as a Oilers fan, oh so, my okay. God, what the fudge is happening in Oilersland?
0: Yes. Like this is a
1: team that was supposed to challenge for the Stanley Cup this year. Everybody had picked them to finish one, two behind Vegas,
0: or or with, like one, two with Vegas. Like, yes, so, there were some people out there who said I could see a, a world where Edmonton takes that step and it gets in front of Vegas.
1: Exactly. It's um. I, Again, is it coaching? I saw. Oh, it was on the Rod Peterson show today. Their uh, poll question of the day, brought to you by Key Auto. Um, I don't know why I had to say that. Um,
0: is it in your contract that you're apparently?
1: You're... Um, was should they fire the Oilers coach? I can't think of his name. Sorry, um, and I believe the last time I looked, it was pretty much fifty-fifty. Because this is unheard of. Like, for a team that was touted to be this good. And they suck.
0: Yeah. It's not It's not good. Like, there's no nice way to put it. They, they're not
1: good. Well, and Chris uh, says, it's so weird because it's early. But it's not that early anymore. No. I remember you and I talking about the freaking Canucks start last year. And we were both like. Even if they won 40% of their next games, they're not going to make the playoffs.
0: I think um, right now the Flames, if I remember correctly, have to play at like a 120-point pace to be able to catch up to the playoff bar. Right. You know how hard that is? Well, and the Oilers are the same way. I think they're tied for points or one-point difference between the two of them in the standings. Yes. So it's...
1: Flames are like, 30th, Oilers are 31st.
0: San Jose's...
1: Are they out of the playoffs? Second.
0: The problem no, is... You're, is...
1: Uh, Nancy, you're wrong. It is not Rod Peterson. It is not our guest next week. Even though I would, I would class Rod as an A-list guest. Um, it's not Mr. Rod Peterson. We should have him on, though, um, before Grady Cup to talk about the CFL and all the excitement that is surrounding that. That would be a good idea. Yeah.
0: We don't have time to do that. No, probably not. Seeing as next weekend is the West fin- West final, oh, Eastern West final, and then you have the Grey Cup.
1: Wow, well, would have been good. It would have been good if somebody would have thought of that, eh? Maybe we have, we should have a contact with Rod Peterson, who talks to him on a daily basis.
0: Hmm. Just saying. Well, he also. I mean, he also now has a new podcast.
1: He does. If you're a Florida fan, whether it be the Panthers or the. Lightning, <laughs> the other team. i was uh, you a few could, more seconds. You could check out his podcast with his wife, Miss Serena, um, and it's called Bolts and Cats, Cats and Bolts, Cats and Bolts. Check them out; it's good, good podcast. They have some pretty good guests on there.
0: They do. They had former Canuck, Mister Ed Jovanovski, a couple weeks ago. They
1: had Mister Ed Jovanovski. They've had a few big names. Few few big names, probably not as big as what we're going to have next week when you're comparing insiders to maybe Jovanoski. I, I was going to say,
0: mm-hmm. I, I think, I think, I think, I think they're on the same level because I know, like, I know Jovacop works with the Florida media now. Yeah, so I think you're very, very close to the same well, level. Both I don't have I mean the... one's played the game, one hasn't at a professional level. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that would be, the, I think that'd be the biggest difference. Yeah. Yeah. Is if we had but that. The, insiders,
1: the, the inside, the availability of the insider is about the same.
0: Yeah. I would, I would agree with that.
1: It is not Flurry or Colin. It's um, a Vancouver. Um, Va- Vancouver based. Vancouver based guest that we will yes. be having. Um, but good, good guest. I would be a good guest just because I was with them. On the weekend, and yeah. I text Mr. Colin Patterson. He actually so we, he texts me on a regular basis. So,
0: so we have we also have uh, given out a couple hints throughout the show. <laughs> no, it's not Wayne Gretzky. It is no one who has played the sports. We said Vancouver, and he hasn't played. <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool to get Wayne Gretzky on the show. <laughs> 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 Just re- reach out to, to Wayne, you know.
1: You know, just like hey Wayne,
0: hey Wayne, you got you got twenty minutes on a on a Monday night. Well, hey Wayne, my <laughs> son and I do a podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, we well, you know what we also do is we have a website. Did you know that?
1: I didn't.
0: It's been a while since we've posted anything, and <clears throat> however, football season, my football season is now over, which means I should be able to have some time back to you know personal projects and write articles and I've had a bunch of ideas for articles that I just haven't had time for, especially with this last weekend uh, being so busy. I wanted to write an article about what we talked about earlier today with the five players on a point per game pace, um, kind of project where we're going to be based off of previous years. Um, But that will probably come, I would say later this week, but I make no guarantees on that. You
1: might see an article from me on the CFL and the, um, what the playoffs are going to look like going forward, but more so looking back at the season that was and the teams that aren't in the playoffs and the quandary each team is having right now.
0: That's fair. Yeah. The biggest questions coming out of the playoffs for the CFL.
1: Well, I mean, with this ridiculous, asinine... Cap they have on um their office staff, I'll call it for lack of a better word, administration cap. yep it handcuffs teams so bad. It's so ridiculous what? and it's so ill thought out,
0: yeah hundred percent is ill thought out, but it's to try to create I'm sure the idea was to create some stability between all the different franchises, especially when you had two franchise bring two franchises bringing in eighty percent of the revenue. For The league in yeah. Saskatchewan and Winnipeg, yeah, but they also allow that, allow teams to sign players to personal contracts. It's why can't you do that with coaching staff? You know what I mean? Like, there there's there is a workaround,
1: but you're still limited to you still have to pay them on the books a certain amount, it limits you. It's,
0: it does. it's 100%, 100%. It's I think. I think it's something that should be talked about in depth at the meetings post season.
1: I think you'll see that and the on-site pu- uh, on-site punt rule looked at.
0: <laughs> well, I hope
1: as, not, as is being referred to now as the Eliot rule. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and I love it.
0: <laughs> it's so stupid. Explain it,
1: of, for, explain it for people who do who don't have a clue what we're talking about.
0: So Montreal, did they do it this past did they do it in the game against the Tiger Cats? I don't think
1: so. I didn't I, see it, but I also I, wasn't I, watching the game. I wasn't watching the whole game, obviously, because I had to head to the casino. Uh I but I don't believe they did.
0: Yeah. So um in the CFL, in in Canadian football, at the pro level, I'm stressing that at the pro level you kick the ball, that is considered a, a forward progressive dropped ball kick. It is considered a change of possession as long as it passes the line of scrimmage, which means if you kick that ball and either yourself, whoever kicked the ball, or players who are on side, people behind the kicker, recover it, it is automatically a first down. And you don't have to kick it ten yards. You don't have to you don't have to get yards gained. You can it, just kick it a foot. As soon as you kick that ball, it is consi- and it passes the line of scrimmage, it is considered a, a change of possession.
1: Now, if you are past the line of scrimmage and you kick that ball, that ball has passed the line of scrimmage, Correct. and it's change of possession.
0: Welcome you could be the you rules. could be second and fifty, <laughs> and you do it. And we've seen Montreal do it twice this year. And God, wouldn't it be fun? for Montreal to be like second and second and 20 after a sack or something, two minutes, a minute and a half left against Toronto and they pull it out and give themselves a new set of downs.
1: You know what would even be better? Dimwitty, probably one of the greatest coaches this year.
0: Okay. In thank the you. CFL. Okay. You didn't uh, let I me was, finish. No, but I was, I was prepared for the absurdity.
1: They're down by three. 30 seconds left on the clock. It's third and 30 for whatever reason. Go for it. And they just cross a
0: line of scrimmage, do the little boop, pick it up. Why wow. not? <laughs> what's the, the worst that happens, especially if you're not in field goal range, what's the worst that happens? You turn over the ball, right? Like you. best case scenario, you get three new sets of downs with 30 seconds left on the clock or 20. And now seconds you're first and 10, 10,
1: not thir- not second and 30. <laughs> Uh, it's a fun league.
0: I love our league. <laughs> but talking about our league, it was semi-final Saturday. How did you feel about it being on a Saturday? Because it wasn't a Saturday last year. It was not. Wasn't it? Okay. Um, this this has been something that, uh, that people have been talking about being like, no, it was Saturday last year. No, it was not because that is the first time I met Rod Peterson. And I, I... went over to your house with about two hours of sleep after my fundraiser.
1: Oh, it's true. Yes, that's, that is true. That's why, so, I, that's
0: why I know that. They have
1: had it on Saturdays in the past. They did try it and it didn't work. So they moved it back to Sunday. Being the old fart that I am, part of me is once the tradition of Sunday football. The business side of me says not very many Canadians pay attention to college football. And that's all you're up against.
0: Versus the NFL on a Saturday, NFL.
1: You go on a Sunday, you're up against all your NFL games. You ain't gonna win. The NFL is a juggernaut, and people, oh yeah, but if you go on Saturday, you're you're up against the NHL.
0: No, the games. You know what? Yeah, you're up against them. But if you're an unless you're unless your Western teams are on a East Coast trip, which Which I don't think. For the Canucks, anyways, they were. Not, I don't know about the rest of the teams. Who
1: cares? I, I like the idea of it on a Saturday for a couple of reasons. One, you can ha- you can have a few drinks. You don't have to worry about going to work the next day. Everything's
0: good. You have the availability to do what the 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 Lions always do on these games, where they have transit packages to the uh, from the interior and the yes. islands.
1: Uh, places like Saskatchewan, if they made the. Um, Made the playoffs. People will travel from all over Saskatchewan to come to a game on a Saturday.
0: Yeah, on a They'll Sunday, get out it's a of lot bus to
1: do the three-hour, four-hour drive and the three-four-hour drive home on the bus on a Saturday. They won't do it on a Sunday.
0: Yeah, because you, everyone has to be at work the next day,
1: right? Um, marketing, I think it's it's a smart idea. Um, the thing is, now they have to stick to it. They can't flop back and forth like they have been. They have to say Saturdays are are Western semifinal and and the Western final is Saturday, Saturday, great cup. Leave it on the Sunday. It's not, you didn't never put a great cup on a Saturday. I think I would have a cornea. But now why? Because it's tradition. I know for everything I just said. You want the largest audience watching your championship game? How many people in the U? Yeah, yeah,
0: I can't argue it. I just want to. I can't. the only the only other thing that I can say. The only other thing I can say is unless you're scheduling it within with the NFL, if you schedule it with the NFL in mind and say, "Okay, we have games. NFL has games starting at whatever time," because I know they're doing their Europe, so they got or games on at like. Eight o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, um, our time, whatever it is. Give us three hours. And you say, yeah, you so you guys, your game goes on here. You have another game at 11 to uh, two.
1: Give us seven.
0: Eastern time. Put me in the middle because you're not going to you're not going to get them to move Sunday night football. Give me a give me a two hour time like yeah, yeah. mountain time for Eastern time yeah. game starts. Sorry. Yeah. And, I do what you're and saying. You don't, yeah. you don't have many games. You might have, you'll probably have the schedule up against one or two NFL games. Yeah, probably. But you're now in line with that. And on TSN, they go, it's a football Sunday. You start with the NFL. You finish you in the middle is a great cup. And we do a big celebration. And then if you want to continue watching the NFL or the CFL, you go to TSN two and the, you have your pregame on TSN two and it's, Right. If you're yeah. going to do that, then I get it. But they don't. Like you're what? still competing against the NFL.
1: You are. It's traditionally, if you're asking me, it, nothing more than it's. Tra- and I, I can't really argue anything more than it's, it's tradition, tradition for tradition's sake. Yeah, it's it's super. It's Great Cup Sunday. Come on, it's great Cup Sunday.
0: But let's talk That's about it. let's talk about the games because. I think we both of us were spot on with our predictions. Wee. That's not true. That's not true. I said Hamilton. You did, yeah. I said Hamilton too. Oh, did I say Montreal then? We were, we were opposite on the Eastern, I believe. I don't remember.
1: I think I picked Montreal, but I wanted Hamilton to win. Yeah. You have to go back and look at that text.
0: Yeah, but I don't remember what I chose. I was basing oh. it completely off of what you chose. I have no um, idea. Yeah, final score, Tiger Cats 12, Montreal 27. I did watch some of the highlights yesterday. Did you? Um, of the game. Yes. Like I said, CFL puts out really great rewind videos that condense the game into a 10 minute chunk. Yeah. It just looked like Montreal was just the, the better team in every aspect of the game. Yeah. Really? Is. Like I, I don't have many words about it. Cause I didn't watch the game, but it just felt like Montreal and Cody Fajardo took the game and said, no, no, this is ours. We're going to go. We're going to go take on Toronto. And that should be a fun game. I'm
1: looking forward to that game. Sorry, um, I'm, I'm looking for a, a, your.
0: What date was it? Last it would have been last Monday, the thirty first, or the thirtieth. Sorry, thirtieth, thirtieth. Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday was the Halloween. Um,
1: can, I, can I say we talk a lot?
0: <laughs> and it, to, to be fair, I think this week I don't think we even talked that much because normally today's a a big text day. Cause we're trying to figure out what we want to talk about. And <laughs> I, in my days of what day it is, what month is it? What you di- What minute is it? I had started to make plans for tonight until all of a sudden it dawned on me that it was Monday and we had the podcast today. So yeah. And I texted you in a panic being like, don't forget it's the podcast. And you're like, yeah, of course. It's so Monday. I did,
1: I picked Lyons Hamilton.
0: Yeah. So I think I picked Montreal then. So there you go. Um, Yeah, I don't have much to talk about this game.
1: To be honest, um, the most of the talk about this game was the fact that um, the Ticats didn't put Bo in until the game was pretty much out of reach. Um, There was like four minutes left in the game and they finally put Bo in and people were kind of upset about it. It Sounds like so was Bo. The the uh, pretty much famous now um, interview that Bo gave after, um, after the game, basically saying, well, you didn't play your number one player, your most expensive player. It, I, who says I want to be here? But I love this place. And I want to be here in any way, a shape, or... And you could literally, if you go back and watch the interview, you could see him, as he said... Well, you didn't play your number one player. Oh shit! I better fucking do some do some <laughs>
0: PR coverage. PR save. PR save. Right.
1: Um, so, will Bo
0: be in Hamilton next year? No. Will Bo be playing in the CFL next year? <sighs> He's already got a basically a gig with uh, TSN.
1: He's got a gig with TSN. He could go anywhere and coach
0: if he wants to coach.
1: He wants to coach. You That's think? been made. I think that's been made clear that he wants to coach. Okay. Um, whether he wants to be four down Bo and go down and coach
0: college high or, school. Yeah. <laughs> or college. Um,
1: <clears throat> but um can Bo be a starter in the CFL again? I don't know. It was funny. I went over to... I mean,
0: Edmonton and Edmonton would love something like that, would love a Bo Levi.
1: I went over to my sister-in-law, Bev's, today to help her out with her puppy. And we were talking about that. And we're like, well, there was a reason Bo was sat when he was in Calgary. It wasn't because his attitude. It was because he sucked. Let's be blunt. He wasn't good as a starter for that last year he was here. So and-
0: they sat him. And you've seen the way Jake Meyer has played and Dickinson has refused to, to swap out to anyone else. So it exactly. takes a lot for Dickinson to try to, to want to sit a quarterback.
1: Ever since Bo hurt his shoulder three years ago, whatever that injury was where he was hurt and he was off and he hurt his shoulder, Bo's not been the same player. Bo no. hears footsteps in his dreams. I honestly think it's a mental, not physical with him. Uh, if you watch him, he's constantly looking behind him to see when he's going to get hit, not if. Uh, and he's afraid to get hit.
0: I was gonna say, And it shows, every, and the last few times he's gotten hit, he's like a good hit on him. He's slow to get up or he's been actually injured. Like,
1: Well, and that has a lot to do with tensing up when you're a player. Um, 100%. If you're loose in the, in the flow of the game, you get hit, it's going to hurt, but it's not going to break you. If well, and you I, tense up, you tense up your muscles around a bone, guess what? Something's got to give.
0: well I talked about that during the uh, Lion Stampeders game, um not was it Hatcher? Yes. Who to me it was the most off I've seen Hatcher all not yeah, it was most off, I've seen him all year. I don't think, I, I don't remember, I think it was Hatcher, but a handful of plays where he literally, you could see him tense as he went to grab the ball. And physically, you could see his fingers go, huh? And then he dropped the ball. And it's like, you you need to calm down. And eventually did, he got into the rhythm of it. But you, it's that little thing of, if you're calm and you, and you it's like anything. If you're calm and you let everything come to you, it's going to be a lot easier than if you're fighting it whether that be yeah. injuries or just catching the ball. Exactly.
1: So will Bo be in um, Ticat next year? No. Will Bo be in the CFL playing next year? Really, it's going to be up to Bo. Um If Bo wants to play, there's going to be a team that will pay him. I, I
0: there mean, will. like like you've got Trey Ford and Edmonton, who I think is good enough to be a starter. Oh, 100%. Bo Levi could replace him though, like Bo, like that, like to me, that's a that's a team that Bo Levi goes into, and he's number one. Yeah. You've got Jake Dolagala in Saskatchewan. I think Bo would be close to beating him out there, yeah. but you'd also have a mentorship there of someone who's been there and experienced. And if he wants to get into coaching, that might be a g- good placement going to Ottawa. the Riders and Ottawa with uh, with Crum. Right. Those are the those are the other, only three I think that would be really willing to. But
1: all no Toronto, definitely yeah. not. Um,
0: He's not coming back to Calgary.
1: not a chance in Calgary. He's not going to Winnipeg. Not going to play, no.
0: And Vernon Adams has that locked yeah. up in BC. So
1: three teams. One of those will pay him if yeah. Bo wants to play. That's a question. Does Bo want to play? Probably. Yeah.
0: So will and he play again,
1: another year? I think so. I I don't think he wants to go out the way he. It is so. Um, I and think. I he think
0: And I think the big thing is, is if he wants to get into coaching, to me, two of those teams have a younger quarterback that could use some mentorship from a, from a veteran who's been there and done it. Yes. And over, over two years could be a, I'm number one, you're number two into one AB into like almost a passing of the torch, um, situation.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. Um,
0: but now let's talk about the game that we both watched. I watched, again, on stream in a uh, uh, fun way. The Calgary Stampeders going into BC Lions and to into BC Play Stadium to take on the Lions, losing by a score of 30-41. to 41. And this game was just fun. This game started off and... I was terrified. Literally, I... If anyone had come into my stream and, and not seen me watch football before and only ever seen me, like... Happy go lucky streamer mode was like who is this guy because it's like the defensive coverage was atrocious. Yeah. The, and Jake Meyer did what Jake Meyer is really great at. He threw the ball for long yards to Reggie Bagleton. Bagleton made him look good and then when that stopped working for them, They're they done. started they started running the ball and the Lions adapted and the game was over for them.
1: Pretty much, pretty much. Um, domination. <laughs> By the Lions, really, yeah. um, in, 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 to an inferior team. And that's what I was trying to tell people. Um, everybody was like, oh, well, look at what the Stamps did to the Lions um, in the last game of the season there. And I was like.
0: Yeah. When the Stampeders needed to win and the BC Lions.
1: Sad everybody. We're like, yeah, if we
0: win, cool. If we don't, cool. We're already uh, in the playoffs.
1: Who do we want to see? Do we want to see the Stamps or do we want to see the Riders? We wanted to see the Stamps. Come on. Let's not, let's not fool anybody.
0: Either way, both both of them were, like, their records were losing records. They're not great teams. They suck this year. The Stamps yeah. sucked. I and... mean,
1: so did the Riders. But the Stamps were worse than the Riders. The Stamps got effing lucky to um, get into the playoffs. And um, they knew it. And they got beat by a better team. Simple.
0: Plain, Simple. Now, sorry, before I continue this, because I, I want to talk about a couple of plays, I'm going to go back into chat. The person who is on the show t- next week never played hockey. Never. Not once. Did not in the NHL anyways. Yeah, he um, might have did, played hockey somewhere. But never in at the NHL level.
1: No, not that we know of. He might have, and we could be just made fools of when he tells us.
0: No, I know he hasn't. Okay. Uh, uh, it is, And Chris, it is an NHL Insider.
1: It's an NHL insider. Um uh, yeah. based in Van out of Vancouver. And no, it's not Trevor Linden. <laughs> um
0: did or not. Wayne I... <laughs> um so in, in this game there was there's a handful of things that I was very confused about throughout the game, throughout the, the Stampeders Lions game. The first one was the catch fumble ruling. From the BC Lions. The, I can't remember the receiver. They claimed he turned, caught the ball, turned, got hit, and lost the ball. And watching it back, I do not know how you can claim he had possession of the ball because he had the ball like this, turned with it, went to tuck it, and that's when the ball came out when he th- went to tuck it.
1: That, that is be... making
0: up, that is in the midst of making a, a football player that is not possession yet. Was that Once he gets that ball tucked...
1: Was that in the first half? Yes. Okay.
0: He got that ball tucked. That would have been possession. He never had full possession of that ball. He got hit, the ball came out. And it was... I can't remember. I believe it was challenged, or it was reviewed by the, the central office. Okay. And they reviewed it and deemed it to be an interception. And then in the second half an identical play happened and they called it incomplete, never even looked at it. And the game was at that point, like the end score is 30 to 41, but at some points in the game, it was a 25 point lead or something like that. I think was the biggest lead 22 point lead or something. Oh, okay. And it was during that part where it happened and you're not going to challenge that with, you're not going to challenge that being up as high as, as much as you are. Cause you never know when you might need your challenge.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. But it's just consistency in the, in the CFL with officiating.
1: You're and look who was the officio. Look who was the official.
0: Now I don't always agree with his calls. I don't, obviously the CFL and, and the officials association believe he is, he is a top-notch referee. However, the one thing, and I kept talking about it on stream and I don't know why it bugged me so much. But it, it's been drilled into me so much as an official. And you might find this weird to me. You might find this weird that I'm the one saying this. Just, Fix your goddamn hat. <laughs> he had a divot on, this like, <laughs> in his, on his hat. On his hat, he had, he had it on. And there was like a divot here as if he was wearing, like if he was wearing a headset with a headband on it over top of his hat. And to me, the only thing that I was thinking the entire time was, look at him, he's, he's such an airhead. His hat can't even stay up.
1: How many times have I... You've got to look the part. Uh, he doesn't look like he's an athletic type person.
0: None, a lot of the refs aren't. A lot of the really good refs aren't.
1: There's no other rough head referee... Sorry, my eyes are burning. Uh, in the CFL that relies... Capitalized, underlined, bold in red with highlights all around it on the eye in the sky as much as that guy. And I can't think of his name, so I'm not going to say his name. Yeah. If I never see him ref another game, how he was able to be anointed as a playoff ref. Maybe he was good at one time. I don't remember. I think he's Jake Ireland, our our new Jake
0: Ireland. (laughs) Like just go away. It's, it's horrible, Jake. He really, and, and, again, is. and again, the big thing is is, and the reason I say you might be shocked at me saying this because I've never lived by that. i I think dressing the part is very silly and, and and dress codes are are meant to be broken because they're stupid. But it's been drilled into me with officiating that I don't care what your personal opinions are when you're an official. You have to look the part and it has nothing to do with looking the part so to, to feel better about yourself it's looking the part because a fan in the stands is looking at you to be the guy at all points yes he did not look like the guy he looked like he was waiting for someone to tell him what to do and do it and i don't know if that's what the cfl but i don't know if that's what the cfl wants if that's what the cfl wants and he's doing a bang up job
1: oh if that's what the cfl wants get rid of all the officials and just have robots out there throwing flags you could push a button a robot arm could go wee here, I got a ref. This is what I wanted to do to that ref. Oh, see? He's got two arms now. See, I still got him. Isn't it cool? This is what I wanted to do to that mother...
0: <laughs> it's gone forever. But yeah, so... I almost
1: broke the window. <laughs> I forgot he had eyes. <laughs> now, that... that's what he would look like. He'd be a headless referee.
0: Again, be careful what you say. It might come across as a, as as a threat, according to you. What happened to his other arm? I don't
1: know. It fell. There it all is.
0: Right. I found it. Um, it doesn't respond <laughs> anymore. All right. I mean, that thing's probably older than me. Oh, it's way older than you. Um, <laughs>
1: remember this? Who out there? Here's one for you, old people. Do you remember Denfermin? It was a store in in Vancouver area. That's where we got these. Fair. One person bought them and then we, a bunch of us went, well, I think we bought 10. Sorry, I'm looking for my head.
0: <laughs> We're just going to move on from that. Um, let's talk about the East and West finals coming up. Um, the first one, the East Conference final, I think is going to be a unanimous decision on our end. The Alouettes going in and playing Toronto, the league. Leading Toronto Argonauts uh, for predictions. What do you have? I got to take
1: Toronto. I don't want to. I'd like to see Montreal get in there, but uh, tro- Kelly's too
0: good. Kelly's too good. And really, I know Argonauts don't draw a huge fan base at their own stadium. They're selling out. Stem
1: near a sellout, apparently. Is it? Yeah. That's well, that,
0: that would be really good for the, Great cup if it's it is Toronto because it's in Hamilton, it's not that far away, right? So, I, I'm also taking the Argonauts. I think it would be really cool just like I think it's going to be a lot closer than it should be, like that. Then the Alouettes have any right of making it because that's oh, what the oh, Alouettes do. Yeah, that that's to me, that's just what um, the Alouettes do this year. Yeah, is they, they're, they make things interesting.
1: Yeah,
0: um, but I think the Argonauts still do take it. Um, yeah. And then we have our BC Lions going in to Winnipeg to take on the Blue Bombers. And as I put here, this it could be a high-scoring affair. But will it? So these teams have faced off three times. The first time, BC woke up uh, and said, no, our, you're playing our game. Our defense is going to shut you down. And we took it. Blue we Bombers came ass. Blue Bombers came back and said, "Oh, we played your game. Now we're playing our game. Kicked our and ass. They kicked our ass. Third game, neither team really was able to 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 set their game, and the Blue Bombers ended up winning
1: by eight points.
0: Literally, and that's that's how I, I view it: is the Bombers ended up winning? They were they were the better team on that day, but that no one took advantage or took control of that game. That was also the start to our defensive woes that continued yes. throughout the season. Yeah."
1: In Which Calgary, team shows up
0: in Calgary. We had probably one quarter of the defense. That was the last half of the season where you, they would sit back and be picked apart by a quarterback who knows how to read a defense three quarters. We got the defense that said, no, 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 no. This is our house. This is our game. This is how we play defense. The
1: biggest rivalry in the CFL right now for the, this year, has been
0: blue bombers, blue bombers, and their own reality. Oh, sorry, blue bomber <laughs> fans and their own reality.
1: The biggest rivalry in the CFL this year is BC Lions versus the Blue, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yep, why? You couldn't write it more they've been one and two in the
0: West, and you couldn't write it more perfectly going into a Western final. You've had a game, again, you've had a game that each team dominated, a close game that could have gone either way. And now you're meeting for the opportunity to go play for the Grey Cup.
1: How sweet it will be!
0: It'll be fun That's if
1: our A team shows up. That's what worries me. I could go into if... a wrestling promo like I did last time we played the Bombers and get all the Mafia coming after me because it was wait, fun.
0: Wait, that was that was like planned, and you? you no, I mean and... it was
1: just it was it was yeah, real. Just... Same with wrestling; it's real.
0: Wait, wrestling's not real.
1: <laughs> Smurf Mafia, pay attention.
0: Oh, jeez, no! Please don't do that. Stop moving your microphone.
1: <laughs> We're coming for you. We're coming strong. Okay, that's it. Um, I can't do it today. It's not in me today. But if our if the A team shows up, if Vernon Adams plays four quarters like he played the first two quarters of against Calgary ain't nobody gonna stop that man
0: and now to to be completely fair i don't i think no matter which offense shows up for bc it's all about the defense if we if, get second half uh second half of the season defense where we're allowing player or allowing teams just to throw the ball and allowing the run up the middle it's game over. It is. Blue Bombers are good enough that they're going to pick us apart.
1: Bets. If we have Bets, has to be Bets. And I don't know where the f Woods came from, but let him go. He needs to have even a bigger game than he had against Calgary. That guy every time I turned around, he was tackling he was... somebody.
0: Literally, there's multiple times I'm like, "Who is Oh, Woods again." Okay, never mind. Like If
1: Bets is Bets, Woods is Woods. Our secondary shows up to, and decides to play.
0: They this need is going they to
1: be a fun, fun game to watch.
0: Ryan Phillips needs to to get on those DBs. Yes, and, and they can get play them play like pissed. they did in the
1: beginning of the season.
0: Get them pissed off because when that team is pissed off, when they feel when the DBs feel like they've been slighted in any way, that's when they go out and they're jamming and they're jamming smart. They're not allowing guys to get free and they're jumping the balls when they can. They've but if if, if they're play. if they're soft on these wide on the wide receivers for the bombers and they're not and they're allowing Colaros time
1: it's going to be a long night
0: and you need to be ready for the uh, the defensive or the offensive run the, the line and linebackers...
1: oliveria whatever his name is Olivera. a long-haired hippie looking guy um Thor Thor for lack of a better word um you shut him down. And you have pressure cal- Caleras and phew, come on, come on. I'm looking forward to this game, obviously. It will um, be fun. Apparently, I'm not old. We have uh, visitors in town. They, uh, my newest granddaughter is going to be in town along with all my, well, both my granddaughters. Um, not all of them because, well, Friday night, all of them will be here. Friday night we're doing dinner? Yeah, Friday night we're doing dinner. Anyways, my daughter's coming into town. Um she has a new baby, four months old, five months old. Apparently I'm not allowed to hold the baby during the game. Correct. Something about you spike one child one time watching a hockey game.
0: <sighs> so He's fine. I wouldn't go that far. I'm Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we we've predicted for the uh, East and West Finals. The Canucks have four games this week, starting tonight, starting right now. Basically, we have the Oilers taking on the Canucks, and then we go on an Eastern road trip, take on the Senators, the Maple Leafs, and the Canadiens to round out the week. We play Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So back to back with Leafs and Canadiens. Out of the four games, how many? What are your prediction? You're saying they're three.
1: Gonna, they're going to lose either the. They're going to lose probably to, I'm going to say to Toronto, beat Montreal, lose to Toronto.
0: And beat the Oilers and beat the Senators. Yes. I could see that happening.
1: I say they're going to go three for four. They have four games this week, right? Four games.
0: Yeah. Three I say four they're four. going to go two, one, and one. Cause on that back to back with, um, with the Canadians, um, I could see the Canadians getting a point out, or the Canucks getting a point out of either game. The Maple Leafs or the Canadians. Yeah. And now, the moment that chat has been asking questions about.
1: <laughs>
0: the special guest for next week, he is a Canucks and NHL reporter for The Athletic. He is also co host of Canucks Convo. He is the one, the only, the boy genius himself, Harmon Dial. Woo! See, this is where I wish we had, like, uh, I wish we had a. Like a soundboard or something that people, yeah. can hear rather than you making those ridiculous sound effects, but yes, Harmon will join us for um, some of the show next week. We'll discuss the Canucks, how things are going, what things are looking like, um, and what he's hearing about what the Canucks are up to. Especially if we still keep hearing rumors that the Canucks are looking to add people, maybe he's got some some. Seriously though,
1: no. seriously, let's 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 slow down here. How cool is it that we're getting this guy on? It's great, this is like sure. the biggest. Insiders for the Vancouver Canucks. Yep. These two kids, oops, nope, over there. Where are you? You're over there. Where are you? You're over here. No, you're over there. No, other way, other way. Point towards the Canucks leg. There you go. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We're professionals. That's why we get these top
0: notch guests. Correct. Yes. The most professional.
1: It's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, It will be the first part of the show. He'll be on for 15 minutes to a half hour in that
0: area. If you have any questions for Harmon, you can uh, drop them in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or any of the podcasts, or you can go to our website or to our um, Facebook page, Twitter. Hit us up there. Let us know if you have any questions for him as well.
1: And also, if you're on Twitter, if you're on the Twitter machine, and he's probably on all those other ones too, Yep. I just follow him on Twitter because he follows me. Um, Mention to the fact, hey, it's pretty cool you're coming on the HSP. You're looking forward to it. Yeah, goes a long way for us.
0: Yep, because someone who might see that be like, "Oh, what is the what is Hugh Sports?"
1: Again, tag us, tag us when you do it
0: at HSP underscore pod. HSP underscore p o d is our Twitter hashtag or our Twitter at handle. It is it's Twitter. His Twitter is, I believe. Let me let me pull it up here.
1: Pulling it up, um, he's pulling it up, folks. Pokes. he's pulling it up. Twitter it is
0: Har- Dial two H A R M A N D A Y A L two two.
1: We'll have to ask him what the two's for. Probably because the first one was taken.
0: I'm I'm assuming that's what it was.
1: Probably. Yes. And how long has he had Twitter? Probably
0: l- before he became famous. Joined Probably. September 2013. So. Oh, maybe. 10 years ago. He's pretty young. He is pretty young. That's why they call him the boy genius, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's like your age, isn't
0: he? Uh, I'm terrible with ages. Don't ask me. He could be anywhere between the ages of 25 and 35, and I would say yes, around my age. (laughs) Well, why don't we look that up? Well, while you're looking that up, I'm going to yeah. plug everything. Please do check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Everywhere we are, HSB underscore pod. Do tell a friend. Leave a like. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Leave a comment letting us know if you have any questions for Harmon. Or Holy crap. Now I know why they call him the boy genius. Anything like that. I'm going to guess he is 23 years old. <laughs> you look, he is. <laughs> it says it right on uh, Twitter.
1: Oh. <laughs> Holy
0: yeah. So. Dial. 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 As in like you're turning a dial. Dial. There you go. good. Well, we should go because everyone's getting ready to watch the hockey game and we should be getting ready to watch the hockey game. So have yourselves a wonderful night. Can we do play by play on the hockey game? Um, I'm sure one day we can. We can figure out a time to do that. We should do I a watch party. Literally, literally, in the middle of doing our outro, and you decide to bring that up. So we'll talk about that off stream and figure it out. So you guys have yourselves a wonderful night. Let's go, Kanak. And goodbye.